Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. This is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they have been sent from the Pharisees, they asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. There was a group of people, distinguished and important people, I might add, who sent other people to go to John the Baptist and confront him. They were religious leaders, people of authority, people of importance. Now they came to John, yes, they came to John from Jerusalem with an important question. That question is this, John, who are you? Keep in mind, though, that this question was not asked respectfully in the way that we ask people where they're from and to tell us a little bit about themselves. No, this was actually a loaded question. It was a question that was meant to call John out onto the carpet, if you will. It was a question that was intended to make John fess up. You see, John had been causing a great stir by his preaching and his proclamation and that baptizing in that Jordan River, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of individuals being baptized. And these religious leaders from Jerusalem and those people that they sent, they do what paranoid leaders do best. They want to control everything and keep everyone under their thumbs. So here they are with John the Baptist confronting him, asking him this question, you, yes you John, who are you? It's time to quit playing games, time to fess up. Who are you? 
in the face of such authority, one would imagine that a person would keep their mouth shut. Isn't that what we are often told to do when we are outnumbered? John, though, he did not fail to confess, but he freely confessed. He said this, he said to them, I am not the Christ. Think about that for a moment. John's response, that response, that confession, I am not the Christ. John did not think of himself as some high and lofty preacher man. When asked who he was, he did not dig out that resume, and he did not list off a list of credentials. He did not talk about his education and his work experience. When asked who he was, he did not drop a name of a connection that he had in Jerusalem. He did the exact opposite. John confessed his lowliness. For example, he did not see himself as a speaker, but a mere voice. John regarded himself not as a messenger, but a message. He regarded his baptism as something to prepare people for the coming Messiah. And he even looked upon himself as an unworthy servant who was not even fit to untie the sandal of Jesus. He saw himself as a slave of Christ. Now, dear friends, when we are asked to confess who we are, it is very difficult. I repeat, it is very difficult difficult to confess our lowliness like John the Baptist did. It is actually a chore for us to speak about our weaknesses, whereas on the other hand, we have a ton of joy in boasting about our greatness. And the reason why? Well, we do not like admitting that we are poor, miserable sinners. No one wants to be stained with the label sinner, and we do not want to be ascribed to that weakling category because the stage of the world will judge us harshly and it also hurts our pride to admit our lowliness. However, on the other hand, we love to hear how great we are. We love the praise and the honor of others when we do not deserve it. I should add, when we especially do not deserve it. Think of it this way. We do not want our sin to be exposed to others. And for those times when our sin is indeed exposed to others, well, we try to make sure that our sin is not considered as bad as it really is and maybe even try not to make it sin anymore. So we try to normalize that sin to smooth things over. And as a result, we take evil and make evil good and take good and make good evil. Indeed, we hate being wrong. We hate the idea that we have evil hearts. We hate admitting that we are sinners. And yet this is what is needed in our lives. That is to say, it is not healthy. It is not beneficial to go around pretending that we're not sinners. It is especially not healthy to confess that we are awesome when we know deep down within, when all of us know deep down within that we truly are not. This is why we so badly need the discipline of confession. Confession in our service. Confession that we did this morning. You see, when we confess our sins at the beginning of every church service, we are confessing reality. 
The confession of our sins in church teaches us that we are indeed rascals and sinners of the same stripe, that we are all equally guilty together. When we confess that we are sinners according to our old Adam, that confession is essentially saying that we deserve hell, that the Lord would be completely just to damn us to the hell that we deserve. But this is scary. Indeed, every bone in our body does not want to confess our lowliness. Every fiber of our being does not want to admit our weakness. Every part of our conscience does not want to admit the guilt of our sin. Instead, we want to deny our sin and we want to run from God. We want to boast about our supposed goodness and draw out the applause of others towards us. Now, dear friends, denying sin and fleeing from God is the worst, I repeat, the worst thing that you could do. Do not try to deny sin because it is a denial of reality, but rather confess your sin and flee to the Lord's mercy. There is nothing better or safer than to come before God with a confession of guilt. You see, John knew this. Yes, John the Baptist, he knew this, and that is why he had no problem confessing that he was not the Christ. John knew that he was nothing before Jesus because he knew Jesus was everything before him. John knew that Jesus was the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world, that would take away his sins. So what this means is that we can confess our sins We can confess our sins, our failures, our struggles, our weaknesses, because no one comes to Christ's kingdom except sinners. You see, the church, yes, the church is for sinners and sinners only. Therefore, we must learn to feel and to recognize our sin. But here's the catch. Our confession does not only consist of confessing our sins and our failures, our struggles, our weaknesses, and our guilt. Oh no, there is a positive side to confession too. And that is to confess not ourselves, but confess the Christ. You see, the next day, after our gospel reading this morning, the next day, the day after those religious leaders confronted John, he saw Jesus coming. He saw Jesus coming towards him, and he said these great words, Here is the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. You see, we not only confess that we are poor, miserable sinners in thought, word, and deed, but we, like John the Baptist, we confess Christ. We confess that it is Jesus who forgives us of our sins. We confess who Jesus is and what he has done for us. I'm reminded of several years ago when I was in class with the Bishop of Liberia, the Bishop of the Lutheran Church of Liberia. And in the class, he shared how many of his churches in Liberia would bow their heads. When they would bow their heads and confess the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, 
Yes, he told of how they would fold their hands, how they would lower their heads, how they would mumble and pray the creeds. In frustration, the bishop shared how he stopped a service one time and he said these words. He said, stop, no, 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 we do not pray the creeds, we confess them. Stand up, raise your chin, open your mouths and confess the one who rescued you from sin and death and the devil. Confess it with boldness and confidence because Jesus is your Lord. That is what John the Baptist did. He pointed to Christ. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold my Christ. Behold my Savior. Furthermore, my friends, this is what Advent and Christmas do to us as well. They guide us and they point us to Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, our sins. And this is what we do when we stand and confess the creeds each and every Sunday. I believe in Jesus Christ, who was crucified, died and was buried and rose again. We stand with confidence and boldness with our chins up and we confess it loudly and clearly. Indeed, my friends, we confess and boast not in ourselves, but we boast in Christ. We boast in the one who came for us. We boast and confess about Jesus because Jesus is for us with forgiveness, life, and salvation. And so, dear baptized saints, we confess two things for sure this Advent and Christmas season. On the one hand, we confess that we are great sinners. And on the other hand, we confess that we have an even greater Savior. Yes, a Savior who came for us. His name is Jesus Christ. We confess him this day. We confess him with boldness because he indeed comes for us, cares for us, redeems us, and claims us unto himself. In the name of Jesus, whom we confess. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The The Lord Lord bless bless and keep you. you.